time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Mining Stock Daily. This is Trevor Hall, and today is Tuesday, May 19th. Hope everybody in Canada had a nice, lovely, long weekend. We're back in action here this morning. It was an interesting day for gold yesterday. Because after trading up to as high as $1,775 June futures basis during Australian, Asian, and European trading hours, Overnight Monday, gold was ambushed in the paper market starting 20 minutes ahead of the commencement of COMEX floor trading hours. The Mining Stock Journal confirms that a two sigma surge in volume started at 8 a.m. Eastern, representing a massive unloading of paper contracts into the Globex system, and it caused a fishing line formation on the chart. The newsletter commented that with the bank still in a large money losing net short position in COMEX paper, they had no choice but to try and force the price lower after Fed Chairman Jay Powell admitted on Sunday night the Fed was willing to go Weimar on the money supply to prevent a market collapse. The Mining Stock Journal expects gold to bounce quickly from this paper attack. Conversely, silver continued to surge in price, jumping over 2% on Monday, with silver mining stocks generically popping 8-10%. to The gold-silver ratio, which has been gapping down in in step function, dropped below 100 for the first time since mid-March. Finally, per GDX, the larger cap mining stocks were down only 1.75%, indicating that mining stock investors understand the decline in gold was artificial. Plus, most junior exploration stocks were green on the day. The editor of the Mining Stock Journal, Mr. Dave Kranzler, commented that the mining stocks are so undervalued right now that it makes his head hurt thinking about it. We'll get to the news out of the miners and explorers here in just a moment, but first, a mention of today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Rio2. Rio2 is advancing the Phoenix Gold Project in Chile, the largest undeveloped gold heap leach project in the Americas. Phoenix consists of 5 million ounces in the measured and indicated resource category and 1.4 million ounces in the inferred resource category. With the robust PFS in place, Phoenix is set up for fast-track construction and production. You can find a big list of project and company information on their website, rio2.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Wallbridge Mining shared results from definition drilling outlining high-grade chutes at shallow depths adjacent to the existing mine workings within the main Gabbro area on its Fenland Gold project. Results announced today included 70.84 grams per ton gold over 5.35 meters and 32.26 grams per ton gold over 7.05 meters. The Fenland Gold property is located along the detour Fenland Gold trend an emerging gold belt in northwestern Quebec related to the Sunday Lake deformation zone. Walbridge trades on the TSX with WM and on the OTC with WLBMF. 
Amex Exploration reported multiple drill results this morning from two of its zones on the Perone property in northwestern Quebec as well. One of those results was the widest intercept drilled to date, returning 5.36 grams per ton gold over 19.65 meters, including a 0.7 meter interval of 97.62 grams per ton gold. A full list of results can be found on this morning's news release, which can be accessed through the Junior Mining Network newsroom. Amex Exploration trades on the Toronto Venture with AMX and on the OTCQX with AMXEF. Velocity Minerals has received results from 26 drill holes from the Sedevci Gold Project in Bulgaria. Results included 3.24 grams per ton gold over 27.2 meters and 1.31 grams per ton gold over 45.4 meters. Velocity is currently completing due diligence on the Sedefci project and all of the drill results have now been returned in order for an in-house resource estimation to be completed. The drill results broadly confirm the size and tenure of the mineralization previously identified by by Grubzo and reported to the Bulgarian government as part of that permitting process. Velocity Minerals trades on the TSX Venture with VLC. Kinkora Copper says its first drill hole at the Trundle project has intersected multiple mineralized SCARN zones and has confirmed the targeted setting of an adjacent porphyry system to a near-surface SCARN. The average depth of prior drilling at the Trundle Park target was only 28 meters, and a high-priority follow-up hole is planned post-assay results from this first hole. The Trundle project is located 30 kilometers west of the China Molybdenum Company-operated North Park's Copper Gold project in the Lachlan Fold Belt of Australia. Kinkora trades on the TSX venture with KCC. Corvus Gold says it has initiated geophysical surveys throughout the motherlode trend to integrate district-scale data into its beltwide exploration models. The greatly expanded survey as well as other ongoing regional studies and data compilations are designed to effectively and efficiently unlock the significant potential for new discoveries across the belt and throughout the greater Bullfrog Gold District. In addition, Corvus has expanded its land position east of Anglo Goldashanti's new silicon discovery and north of a new large claim block recently staked by Kinross Gold. Activity in the belt and the bullfrog district in general is rapidly expanding with new claim staking and new plan of operations permits filed for large drilling programs by Corvus, Anglo Goldashanti, and Core Mining. Corvus trades on the TSX with KOR and on the OTCQX with CORVF. Fiori Gold has shared an updated mineral resource estimate for its Golden Eagle project in Ferry County, Washington. The company says Golden Eagle hosts 2 million ounces of measured and indicated resource. The updated Golden Eagle mineral resource estimate is based solely on the available historical data and is intended to provide a baseline from which to continue developing the project. The Republic Eureka Mining District has produced nearly 4 million ounces of gold at an average grade of 19.89 grams per ton gold over the last 130 years, principally from high-grade underground narrow vein deposits. The last operating gold mine in the district was Kinross's Buckhorn and Kettle River operation, which closed in 2017. 
Fiore Gold trades on the TSX Venture with F and on the OTCQB with FIOGF. In Contact Gold announced this morning they have began trading on the OTCQB venture market. The company will be using the symbol CGOL for that. Contact Gold believes the OTCQB listing will increase the company's visibility to U.S. investors, improve liquidity for shareholders, and provide the company with improved access to capital. Shares on the Toronto Venture Exchange will continue trading using the symbol C. And that's it from us today here this morning. We'll be back later today with some more market commentary. Be sure to hit that subscribe button if you have not done so already. And if you'd like to leave a review, please do so on the network you choose to listen to the daily briefing. Your feedback is always greatly appreciated. Mining Stock Daily is distributed over a dozen different networks throughout the world and in proud partnership with the Junior Mining Network. It is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Be well. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein.